So what do we talk about on today's episode? Liz Benny's favorite talk about topic. Shit. Shit in equals shit out. Poop in equals poop out. We talk about why. We talk about how to fix it. And I have a very special message from you, for you, from me to you, from my heart. All in today's episode. So without further ado, let's go talk about poop. Are you ready to ethically scale your business? Good. Because this is the Mind of George podcast, where relationships beat algorithms and depth is the only direction when it comes to ethically scaling your business. Each Monday and Friday, I'll be the guy between your ears in the hoodie and pink shoes guiding you home, giving you the tools to extract, honor, and amplify your genius so you can be the light for your customers. Sound fabulous? Cool. Let's get into the episode. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Mind of George show. Right before I hit record, I just had a moment of self-doubt, and I realized that I don't even know how I start every episode. And I was thinking about how I was going to start today's episode, and then I realized I don't know how I start every other episode. And I started thinking about podcasts I listen to, and I don't listen to many, but then I watch Tom Segura's podcast on YouTube, and then I was like, well, they always do like funny clips in the beginning. I'm like, I don't do anything. I'm like, people might be really bored. Maybe I should ask. And then I was like, maybe I should just hit record and stop thinking. And then that just all happened like right now. And so it is kind of a question. Is there anything like funny or interesting or cool that you would want me to talk about or do at like the beginning of every show for like a five minute segment or a 10 minute segment or maybe occasionally like once a month? Like I'm actually just innately curious now because obviously... I think I do the same thing at the beginning of every podcast, which is say, hey, welcome to the show, and then do the podcast. But I figured I would take it as an opportunity. So now let's talk about today's show, which I think I want to title shit in equals shit out. Poop in equals poop out. As my dear friend Jim Quick says, uh, if you don't know Jim Quick, you should. He's the brain master. Um, Just go look up everything Jim Quick, K-W-I-K. He's been on the podcast as well. So listen to that one. He talks about our brains all the time and how our brains are basically a supercomputer and our thoughts are the programs that run that brain. And those thoughts are what dictate the results that we create. And I have another incredible uh, woman that I'm blessed to call a friend, Sharon Lecter. And for those of you who don't know Sharon Lecter is, um, Sharon Lecter is who they called when they found Napoleon Hill's manuscript of Outwitting the Devil, who wrote Think and Grow Rich, and had her write it abridge it and then publish it uh that's sharon lecter and she is incredibly wise incredibly successful um and she talks about this all the time and i've heard her give this talk and i love it and she talks about how your thoughts dictate your words which then dictate your actions and one of the things about relationships beating algorithms and one of the things that i said in the very beginning when i made this phrase this phrase didn't come about in the lens of marketing it came about in the lens of myself and and After having some clarity and fixing my business and getting successful and realizing what what shifted, I said to somebody in a talk, um, nobody has a marketing problem. Everybody has a relationship problem with themselves, their team, and their customers informed in that order. And when I said that, something clicked into my brain and I was like, oh... Because I've been spending every ounce of my time 
avoiding the one relationship that I'm guaranteed to spend the rest of my life with, which is me. And then when I reflect that, I realize that in that relationship, if you looked at my relationship on paper with myself and put it into the public world and posted it on the internet, every single one of you guaranteed at that time would call the cops, the FBI, the social service, and drive to my house and save me from the most abusive, mean man that you have ever met in your life. Because outside of physically harming myself, which I used to do back in the past, which I've talked about openly, I, I used to self-harm. Um, but when that stopped, outside of physically harming myself, everything you could imagine was my inner dialogue. And still to this day, this morning included, I was on three coaching calls and all of them started the same way. I was like, hey, what's going on? How can I help? Right. And starts telling me, yep, this is happening. And then the story starts. Well, I failed at this and I suck at this and I didn't do this. And I was like, whoa, take a breath. And at the end of the day, if you simplify it down to what Sharon says, that our thoughts will dictate our words, which then our actions follow. Because our thoughts and words are what program that supercomputer in our brain that Jim Quick talks about. And when it's programmed, the actions happen subconsciously in reaction. And it's really, really powerful when you take control of it and understand it. And as woo-woo and as crazy as it sounds, it's not. It's a muscle. You can look at the science of it and study the reticular activating system. The books that I've recommended from Benjamin Hardy, which talk about future self-journaling, um, the identity books that talk about environmental design and triggering your environment and growth and what's like, it's all here. It's all here. It's a factual muscle. You have to use it. But the thoughts that we think about ourselves dictate everything. And when I say this around relationships beating algorithms in the lens of marketing, at a very, very core level, like breaking the fourth wall with you as much as I can, every time in my business that my marketing quote unquote wasn't working or my messaging wasn't working, no matter how long it took to break through that plateau, in hindsight, looking through or looking back every single time, there was a part of me that was missing, right? There was an incongruence. There was a misalignment. There was something that I was avoiding. And when I go into companies and you look at a customer journey and you ask me like, well, how did you double a company and you didn't add anything to the emails? When I go into a company and I see them and they're literally overwhelmed with the amount of stress and the scale and trying to keep it together, it's not that they ever ill-intended to make somebody feel bad. It's that all the pressure and noise got in the way and we can clear all that out to get to what really, really matters. And when you get to the heart of the company, which is the heart of the founder, or the heart of the team, and start putting that back into the business when it might have just got cloudy or disconnected, magic happens. But that starts from being nice to yourself. and. I really, really, really had to work hard to forgive myself for even podcasts that I recorded six years ago, five years ago, because I remember even on podcasts talking about myself and I was being so mean to myself and so demanding and degrading and like suffering and, and things that I was preaching that I wasn't, but I was. But at the end of the day, when the dust settles, when all is said and done, and whatever that moment is for you, and just to paint a picture, let's just say 
it's the last moment, the last breath, the last day. All you're going to want is more time, more presence, and more space. And you don't want to realize that you robbed yourself of all of it because when you had it, you were being mean to yourself. You were beating yourself up. And that self-talk was affecting everything that trails down. And so when I say things like nobody has a marketing problem, everybody has a relationship problem with themselves, their team, and their customers informed in that order, it's because that's how it trickles down. And so I know that when I'm off, right, if I have an idea or let's say I'm triggered and I need to make money and I'm in scarcity and I'm like, oh, and I like start throwing no caution and I'm like throwing ideas out. The first thing I would do is go to Ashley, who's our CEO. I'm like, all right, Ash, here's exactly what we need to do. We need to do this, 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 this. And I would take frantic energy and I would put it on her plate. And because she is working with me and in there, she would respond to it, take it. And then she would stop the task that she was doing to support me. And then that energy would get passed to her. And I would like drive that distraction until we went and did it. <laughs> and then we would do it and it wouldn't work. And then it cost more than it ever gained until I learned that lesson. And so when you think about that, it's because I was off and I allowed a reaction and things that I was making up about myself to determine my behaviors, which clouded my judgment. And this lesson happened hundreds of times over the last 15 years or so. And it wasn't until about two years ago that I really, really, really started to get it, but it really boils down to flexing the right muscle. And that right muscle starts in the most simplistic of places, which is you. It's you. It's your relationship with you. It's your relationship with what you see in the mirror. And, you know, I get self-conscious about recording these podcasts. You know, I swore I didn't want to be a personal development coach, and I'm not. I'm just in love with myself for the first time in a long time and have been, and it works. And everybody I study from, it works. And everybody who's successful that I know, it works. And everybody who is in our ecosystem thanks me for it. But even now I get self-conscious talking about it, thinking that like, is this, yeah, this is it. This is what it boils down to. It's flexing this muscle. It's understanding that living is an active choice and, and building your vision is an active choice. And it doesn't mean it's roses and rainbows and it's balloons and flying the whole time. It means that there's going to be days that we feel sad and we have to do it anyways, but we still have to, when we do it, do it for the right reasons and do it like we love doing it because that's the only way that we're going to get the result. And it really simply comes down to how we choose to see it. And, you know, Ashley outlined some notes for this episode. I added some notes for this episode. And one of the things that Ashley works really incredibly hard on and, and, and Ashley, you are, and I will say this on the podcast, you are one of the most powerful, incredible, loving, giving, compassionate humans that I have ever met. You are the best mother ever. You are incredible, and I am so proud of you, so proud of you. But Ashley, through the lens of this, realizes that she's the example for her son, Nick, just like she realizes she's the example for me and also for her team members, and I'm the example for her, and I'm the example for our customers, and, and we're all these different examples for each other. And so she goes as far as realizing that negative self-talk doesn't benefit her, but it also doesn't benefit Nick to see her being mean to herself or to know that's happening and that energy not be present. And so she goes as far as to work on this muscle every day to be the example everywhere. And we all have this opportunity, right? And so 
if you think about uh, our podcast I did on the Sacred Lightkeeper Quadrants, um, if you haven't listened to that one, I highly recommend it. But in one of the parts of the quadrants, uh, I call the state of being, right? And in the state of being, it's basically a how to build your future self to get every result that you want. And it is a combination of 15 years of work that I've done and consumed from me being a personal development student for years to then being a personal development coach to then reading all these books from, you know, Benjamin Hardy and Nicola Perra and behavioral scientists and all of this. And it's this summary of all of their stuff that I put into my recipe to work. And one of the most powerful things that I ever learned at personal development was the power of an I am statement. And it's something that's so powerful that I made my first I am statement 11 years ago, 10 years ago, something like that. And I still use it to this day. I still know it like it's the back of my hand and it's responsible for everything. And that I am statement is basically what I delineated down to into the state of being section for you or for our private clients, but I taught it to you on the podcast anyways, is basically saying like, okay, what are the three states of being that I want to be today? And I want to give away, right? Break check. Let me take a moment to interrupt myself. I don't run ads on my own podcast, but sometimes I forget that I can tell you about things on my own show. So I'm interrupting for a very important announcement, which is the Lighthouse Business Accelerator, because it is event time. And as a fellow entrepreneur and business owner, you know how important it is to attend live events, especially ours with the world's most intense Rock, Paper, Scissors Championship with the best prizes. But that's why I'm thrilled to invite you to our event that will transform your business and catapult your personal growth as a leader in the industry. And if you do not believe me, I swear to God, just go to mindofgeorge.com slash event. I will not tell you. The people on the page will tell you. Their videos will tell you. But the event is getting ready to happen November 16th through 19th in Whitefish, Montana, my beautiful home at the Grouse Mountain Lodge. We have a new event location. So down and dirty. It is a three-day event with an optional four. And everybody takes the fourth. They're just limited spots. But you'll find out more about those. Who's going to be speaking? Luckily for you, the best. My dear friend, Mo Ismail, and my, myself will be co-curating. He'll be speaking, and he is literally the best in the world at short-form content. It is mind-blowing. When he speaks, everybody writes notes and listens. My dear friend, John Wellborn, who is just a wealth of walking wisdom and knowledge. He was a NFL player for 10 years. He studied stoicism. He has degrees in rhetoric and from all these different places. And I learned so much. And then I have a special surprise up my sleeve, but I'll keep that with you there. So at our event, it's all about community. It's all about relationships. And our goal isn't just for you to walk away with clarity, which you will, mastery and understanding of customer journey, which you will, but also feeling recharged and on fire, ready to go into the world, knowing you have community and support. And so whether you're just starting out, totally fine. We have about half the room of that. Running a seven-figure business, totally fine. We have you. Eight-figure business, we got you. And we have had billionaires in the room. And we focus on principles and communities. And everybody learns from each other. Everybody benefits from each other. And everybody wins. And so I can't wait for you to be one of the 75 entrepreneurs in the room in that next experience with your bucket full. So I'm going to let you get back to the content but I'm going to tell you, I cannot wait to hug you and high five you in Montana. So come be ready 
to be with 75 entrepreneurs that are all hungry for growth and networking and supporting, and of course, the world's most competitive rock, paper, scissors championship. So I'm going to let you get back to the content. But irregardless, right now, it's time to go to mindofgeorge.com slash event. Check it out, and we will see you November 16th through 19th in Whitefish, Montana. Our podcast I did on the Sacred Lightkeeper Quadrants. Um, If you haven't listened to that one, I highly recommend it. But in one of the parts of the quadrants, uh, I call the state of being, right? And in the state of being, it's basically a how-to build your future self to get every result that you want. And it is a combination of 15 years of work that I've done and consumed from me being a personal development student for years to then being a personal development coach to then reading all these books from, you know, Benjamin Hardy and Nicola Para and behavioral scientists and all of this. And it's this summary of all of their stuff that I put into my recipe to work. And one of the most powerful things that I ever learned at personal development was the power of an I am statement. And it's something that's so powerful that I made my first I am statement 11 years ago, 10 years ago, something like that. And I still use it to this day. I still know it like it's the back of my hand and it's responsible for everything. And that I am statement is basically what I delineated down to into the state of being section for you or for our private clients, but I taught it to you on the podcast anyways, is basically saying like, okay, what are the three states of being that I want to be today? And I want to give away, right? And so my initial uh, ones that I always default to are loving, passionate, trusting, right? And then when I would write that down for the day, I write down, I am a loving, passionate, trusting man, right? And then I write that down. I put it as like the background of my phone. I write on a sticky note. But then underneath each one, I write three ways of that state of being. So I write like, what are three ways to be loving today? So I'll write a way to be loving to my kids, to Ashley, and to a customer. Uh, what about trusting? And I'll write three measurable, tangible things. And I will make that statement and I will have those behaviors. And at any point during the day when I feel off, if I'm off the kilter, if I'm emotional or whatever, I'll just start repeating that statement or I'll look at the sticky. And then if I haven't done those behaviors, I'll go do those behaviors, which always help. And if I have, I'll go do another one to help me tune back in. And so I pick states of being that, you know, help me develop the muscle that I want. And in personal development, one of the things that we coach is like back in the day, like the easiest tool, like the number one tool, we say the easiest way to get what you want is to give it away, right? So we would teach people, and this was taught to me, and I understand, like, if I was feeling sadness, like, how do I heal my sadness? Well, I would go give somebody happiness, right? Or if I wanted love, I would go give love. If I wanted somebody to make me laugh, I would go make somebody laugh. And it's a very tangible, measurable tool that works. So I need a sip of water. I've been talking fast. It's a very tangible, measurable tool that works, right? So in this state of being, we would just write out this I am statement and then utilize this thing as a tool to anchor in our behaviors, right? And so for Ashley, she anchors it in. And also knows that she's going to get stressed as a single mom and navigating this and she's going to be off. So she grounds herself and anchors back in to just be gentle, to just be nice, right? So as much as I wish I could give you a podcast on like how to be nice to yourself, like outside of the 20 minutes that you listen to this, I have no control over what you do, what you think, what you say. And only you know what happens in that relationship between your ears. Only you do. But we also know it's a muscle. 
and it's a muscle that you can actively, actively flex. And it's not an easy one. I will, I will say that all day. Like I was joking with a, a friend of mine this morning, we're both coaches and we were laughing about our own work and how now like the rumination and the dark holes are even deeper and darker than they were. And we have to laugh at them even more now about the worst case scenarios that, you know, pop up because we're like, no, that's not true. Right. And one of my favorite questions to myself, especially lately uh, that I've been using for the last year, and this might land for you is if you ever find yourself being mean to yourself, you know, here's your how This, this is your how. This is the how for today's podcast. So in the shit in, shit out podcast, the how for today is this is how you mitigate negative self-talk, okay? This is how I do it. And I actually do this on a piece of paper. I've only done it three times because I know what happens every time. So if I'm having negative self-talk, like, and I'm just going to make up an example, uh, I'm going to make up an example that I'm a failure, right? Because I didn't land that intensive client last week that, you know, was worth six figures, right? And uh, that's a factual story. Um, that's the negative self-talk I'm having, right? I'm sad, I'm emotional, I'm not working or whatever. Like it's just, it's rupturing my soul. So all I do is I ask myself one question and I say, okay, that is your case. And I'm like, yep, okay. So I make it a court case and I'm like, all right, George, that's your case. You are going to go in front of a jury of your peers with your life on the line and you have to prove to them beyond a reasonable doubt that you are guilty of that crime or of that failure in order to live. If they find you innocent, you die. Would you still go to battle? And one day I was like, write out my evidence. And I sat there with pen to paper and I started writing out, well, you do this. And, you do, and like every time I wrote, I believed it less. And then I had to laugh at it because I realized that I make it a thousand times worse in my head than it actually is in real life and ruminating on it and collecting more evidence around it just actually gets in the way of me fixing it in the first place. Right. And so when we think about this at the deepest level, like I'm still self-conscious that this is not going to be a popular episode and everyone's going to judge me. So I'm just breaking that fourth wall for you now. This is an internal game. Even if you work inside of a company, you have so much more impact and control an influence than you even imagine in your state of being and your ability to influence others by really understanding who you are, falling in love with yourself and flexing that muscle every day to like really, really be the example. Like that is the thing that really makes the difference. And if we think about the things that we say to parents all the time or to people with kids, it's like kids don't listen to us. They watch us. And we know that. And then we think about Sharon and Jim talking about how our brain's supercomputer runs our behaviors without our thinking, but it's programmed with our thoughts and our words. And we're spending a majority of our time in the negative side of those thoughts rather than challenging ourselves and coaching ourselves in that moment and stretching ourselves and finding another tool or reaching out or canceling it or, or doing something. And then we wonder why our words that we speak have the influence that they do that trails down. And this applies everywhere. This applies to our team. This applies to our customers. And you know this, and I'm going to say this for every one of you listening or watching this right now. Every one of you have been on the receiving end of a piece of coaching or advice or feedback or in a course or in a group or in something that you paid for, where after you joined, something changed or their energy was off, or after you got in, you realized that it was off and it immediately 
made you want to leave and not be a part of it anymore. And the only thing that you knew is that something was out of alignment. You know exactly what I'm talking about. And that's the thing that trickles down. And the how is not something that it's how and fixed forever. It's how is, oh, it's off right now. Oh, it's back in, back to work. Oh, it's off again. Oh, it's back in, back to work. And it is a muscle that you flex over and over and over again every single day as much as humanly possible. And the more you flex it, the easier it gets. But it starts with you. It starts with you really wanting it. And I'm going to make a book recommendation for everybody. And it is the best book recommendation to understand this. And when you understand this book, it changes everything. Because when you embody this book, your team will, your customers will, when you live like this, when you believe it. So the book is simple. It's called Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It by Kamal Ravikant. Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It by Kamal Ravikant. And I invite every single one of you to take a listen and to take a read. And, you know, personally, I'm going to wrap this episode with a little bit of a story because right now, as of August 28th of 2023, I can honestly say that I am the happiest, healthiest that I've ever been in my entire life. And I'm 40 years old. And I've been asked numerous times over the last couple of weeks and months since everybody's seen a a weight loss and, and things look good. What's the secret? What's the secret? What's the secret? What's the secret? And unfortunately, the answer is really, really boring. And the answer was integrity, self-integrity. And what I really, really mean by that was being nice to myself. And in that process was really, really asking myself what I wanted, not like, you should do this. You should do that. You need to have that. You need to look that. You need to do this. You need to do that. And really, really being gentle with myself, not judging, not making myself wrong. And then being gentle and piece by piece, acknowledging myself day by day. Like, and, and I'm to the point now where like, I've been posting some of them on Instagram where like every single morning without fail, when I wake up in Montana, I walk outside barefoot in the grass and I say my I am statement every single morning with my breath and my hand and my heart. And I do it every day because if I don't do it, something feels off. And it's just this muscle of being gentle and gentle and gentle. No matter how much noise, no matter how much pressure, no matter how insurmountable things may seem, no matter how insurmountable things may feel, I promise you, I promise you that it's not the full reality and you're going to be able to make a choice, make a decision, make a step in the right direction. But you have to start by setting yourself up to win. And so knowing that your thoughts dictate your words, which dictate your actions, make sure that you're flexing the muscle to keep as many positive thoughts in there as possible. And my goal every day is 5149. As long as I'm 51% positive, I'm making forward direction, right? To make sure that those thoughts are being aligned positively so that the words you use and the actions you take are aligned with those positive behaviors. If you want to know how to do this tangibly, after you read Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It, go read both Benjamin Hardy and Nicola Perra's books. Nicola Perra's books is Do the Work by Nicola Perra. She's the holistic psychologist on Instagram. And then Benjamin Hardy, my favorite one for this topic is Personality Isn't Permanent, but then I think he has another one, Be Your Future Self Now, and then another one, which is like 10x is easier than 2x, and so all of them. They're manuals for how to do this. They're manuals for how to 
put the workouts, for lack of better terms, the actual how that you want into place to embody this. And then it's really just about getting to work. And that's the muscle that I say that you flex. And so whether that's making your I am statement every day, whether that's going to listen to the quadrants and building yours, whether that's going to the future self journaling books, whether that's going to Camille Ravikant's book and just practicing this and embodying this, it's an invitation. It's an invitation to a muscle that you're going to have to dance with every day for the rest of your existence. And so the faster you just accept the dance, the easier it all gets. And so just start dancing because you're worth it. And I want you to, and I need you to, because we all have to party in an arena someday and we got to figure out how to get like 30,000 of us in an arena for like the biggest rock, paper, scissors tournament in the world. But other than that, that's where I'm going to wrap today. So I appreciate you. I love you. And I want you to be nice to yourself. And so take today as a 24-minute fortune cookie of please be nice to yourself because you're worth it. And relationships will always beat algorithms, especially the one with yourself, since you're guaranteed to spend the rest of your life with it. So I appreciate you. I love you. You will either see me in the next episode or you will hear me in your earballs. But either way, we out. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Mind of George Show. Please make sure you subscribe on your favorite channel that you listen to, whether it's in the car, on your run, or in front of the television. Make sure you leave a review to help other people know how much you love the show and quite frankly, help me know how much you love the show because I read them all. And if you want five-minute daily insider nuggets on business, marketing, leadership, mindset, or any other tool that you would need to build and scale your company, make sure you register for my invite-only newsletter. I call it the Lightkeeper Lessons. I hold nothing back here and I share everything that works for me, my friends and mentors, and thousands of my students around the world to thrive in life and keep our lighthouses shining brightly. We will eventually be charging for this, but for now, for you, because you're listening to the podcast, it's free. So if you want to sign up, go to www.lightkeeper.club, fill out the application, and then check your inbox because it's magic. You actually have to open the emails to get the gifts inside. Otherwise, you can get access to my Relationships Beats Algorithms Facebook community and other free resources on the website. So just go to www.mindofgeorge.com and I'll see you in the next episode.